Let's get it. Welcome to Chalk Talk. I'm your host, Jack Hampton. This is my co-host, Cooper Neal. What's up, what's up, Coop? How you doing, my guy? As always, surviving and thriving. How are you? I'm good, man. I love to hear that. We have so much to get into today, including LeBron James visiting the number one hospital in the U.S. just weeks after Bronny's collapse. I'm going to give you everything you need to know about that. But first, you see the title, you see the thumbnail. We are grading every NFL's offseason. We're going to start in the, NF- or the AFC North with the Cincinnati Bengals. Their biggest thing was Orlando Brown stealing yeah. him from the Chiefs. Um, I'm going to give them, outside of the Joe Burrow, you cannot control injuries. Yeah, no, no I, injuries. I think it's an absolute A for me. How are you feeling about the Bengals? So, obviously, you know me. I'm more of a draft guy anyways. I thought they killed a draft. Um, they got a lot of needs, and obviously, when off-seasons come, you mm-hmm. some money moves have to be made when you're paying a big-time quarterback like Joe Burrow, and you're getting a big offensive line help, which is the most necessary thing that they needed. Right. You're going to lose a lot, and I felt like they recovered in the draft. They got a, a guy I love in Chase Brown, fifth-round guy to kind of cover that Samaj P. Ryan role that they lost. They got a lot of defensive guys up front, which I love, and obviously Orlando Brown. I think this is an A, just a solid A. I was being stingy with A-pluses today, so there's not going to be many, but there are A's. I'm the same way right it's now. A sting, it's a stingy yeah. A-plus, but I just feel like you lost Jesse Bates, you lost Von Bell, you lost a corner in Eli Apple, who, yes, I understand the memes of Eli Apple. Samaj P. Ryan, he was crucial in a mm. lot of games for you. On they top just lost of, a lot. On top of the Joe Mixon, you don't know what the hell is going on there. Exactly. So, P. Ryan hurts even more. I love how you mentioned that fifth-round pick. Uh, but now they have somebody to actually protect Joe Burrow, yeah, hopefully, uh, long-term. But let's quickly move to the Browns. Uh, they got Dalvin Thompson in free agency. Uh, Zadarius Smith, uh, he's still in the league from the Vikings. Yeah. He just keeps bouncing Killing around. It. How are you feeling about the Browns draft as a whole? I know you like the move for Elijah Moore as well. I'm going to go a B-plus for the Browns. I feel like they bounce back. Hopefully Deshaun Watson can look a whole lot better this year. Yeah, so obviously their season honestly banks on seeing a lot more improvement out of Deshaun Watson. Up until that point, Deshaun Watson's been an all-pro quarterback. Yes. Um, and obviously, ten game suspension. He comes back and he looked wildly rusty. There's no uh, vertical threat either. He's exactly. used to having D Hop, and they just had no vertical threat. Amari Cooper, he's a great route runner, but vertically, there was no deep threat on that team last year. And honestly, their quote unquote biggest deep threat is David Njoku, and yeah. that's obviously not going to be like mm-hmm. what you ideally want. Um, but draft wise, obviously, they didn't have top two pick or first or second round draft pick. I love. Their value in the third round, Cedric Tillman out of Tennessee, you know him well. Um, Injury issues do worry me with him, but he's a big body wide receiver, so I like that. They got a bunch of defense. They got offensive line help. Um, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, after that that Hall of Fame game, Mm -hmm. looked dynamite. I love that pick. I understand he's not going to take over at this starting job anytime soon, but he definitely looked better than Kellen Mond, so I think you have a backup quarterback in him. Um, this is this is a solid B for me. I'm I'm not even gonna push it. I was wanting to go higher because you know my boy Elijah Moore is there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean he's about to be the best wide receiver in the NFL. So just keep talking your shit. I think Josh Dobbs <laughs> is a run with the way Kellen Mond played the other day. My God. Yeah, dude. I think Kellen Mond was garbage. Yeah, that was rough going. The Hall of Fame game in general usually is. We're not gonna talk. It much was good about though. It, I, it was entertaining. I went back and obviously watched the highlights. Zach, Zach Wilson throw that. It was nice. That was the highlight was of the nice. game. I think it's just good to see him trying to operate within the system. I know he had that no look pass in training camp. We'll get to the Jets later on, but. There was a little bit to pull away from the Hall of Fame game. Yeah, and this offseason, like, obviously preseason, I understand a lot of people, like, don't put much stock into it. But there's guys like Zach Thomas going to the Hall of Fame. He literally said, 
he's I think he's five ten. I think he's he's literally our size. Mm-hmm. Obviously he's bigger. But mm-hmm. like um when he came into the NFL, Jimmy Johnson played him the first uh preseason game. They were using him as a special teamer. Mm-hmm. He looked at him after that first preseason game, he said, You're starting at linebacker this season mm-hmm. and he's in the Hall of Fame today. Preseason has some value to certain people and I'm looking at guys like Zach Wilson. Look at guys like Matt Corral. I know you know I love Matt Corral, but this is a critical preseason for them because this is a chance for them to maybe get a starting gig somewhere. I'm looking at Devontae Turpin or whatever the hell his Devontae name is. Turpin. Yeah, running back two kicks last yeah. year and then making the team and then being a Pro Bowl returner yep. just because That's, of the preseason he had. Wow. Shout out to you for saying something about my Cowboys, and I totally forgot about that. <laughs> that but that's that's the point. Like I, I can't even cap, bro. Uh, Peter Schrager's had it unlocked. The Good Morning Football, like NFL Network, dude. I've been binging every morning. Yeah, and I mean, but that's a great point. Like literally last year, a guy that was playing in the USFL or XFL, I don't remember which one, comes, returns two kicks for touchdowns. All pro, all, all yeah. pro. At dude, the kick he had played in arena league. Hit Turpin stories. Well, what's crazy is I was reading an article on him. I know we'll get to the Cowboys later, but I was reading an article on him. It was actually kind of funny. They were like, dude, y'all are – this man finally has, like, a full all season because he was playing football back-to-back-to-back to back to back last yeah. year. And so, like, everybody was like – he was gassed probably by he the end of it. Like, exactly. He didn't have to play in the XFL. He didn't have to play the And so, like, this year everybody's like, watch him be, like, elite this Facts. year because he's, like, ready to go, rejuvenated, got some rest this offseason. But, uh, yeah, Browns, I'm going to give a solid B, B+. plus. Let's stay in the AFC North. We're moving to the Baltimore Ravens. Top of the list was the Lamar Jackson signing. They found a way to get Odell Beckham Jr. as well. You know how I feel about the Ravens. I'm not as high as everyone else because the health being so contingent on Odell Beckham and Lamar Jackson. I'm going to give it a C plus. I like what they did. Uh, Zay Flowers, is that the kid's name that they yeah, got? I, love I loved him. him. Love him. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't know – especially in the AFC, if they're still good enough to contend. So I'm sitting at a C-plus with Baltimore. Honestly, I'm I'm at a C, just a solid C, draft-wise, oh, too. God. I like yeah. Zay – I love Zay Flowers. Yeah. He's my number one wide receiver. But I'm, this team, they don't they don't throw the ball. So, like, no. it doesn't really matter how many receivers you add, in my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson's going to run. They're going to run first offense. And when he does pass, it's Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to say 90% of the passes go to Mark Andrews, but most of the passes go to Mark Andrews. So, like, getting a bunch of wide receivers really just doesn't, like, move the needle for me. Mm-hmm. I just really need to see improvement down the stretch. I feel like this team, and I'm talking in-game, not even, like, season at down the stretch. In-game this year, I felt like this team constantly just blew games. Right. That's not – you're not winning championships doing that. You have to be consistent down the stretch and playing the Bengals two times a year. That's not helping your case. And at this point in his career, I'm sorry, I question. OBJ has that Super Bowl now. He has that Super Bowl, and that energy rubbed off on Lamar Jackson. Lamar is a, he's a leader, but he he strikes me as the jaw of the NFL. Lamar is not done. He's not videoing himself pulling out guns or anything. Yeah. But I think he's easily influenced by teammates. That's all I'm saying there. Um, but, yeah, and compared to Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, all the other guys in the AFC, I, I don't know. I don't yeah, know I feel. it's tough. I, I'm glad you and I are – because every time I sit, speak on the Ravens, people just – I'm like, I'm not hating. It's just – that's how I feel. <laughs> it's just tough for the Ravens due to, like – I just feel like something always goes wrong. And, obviously, we're doing this injury-free. Like, we're going as if nobody's injured. But, like, Lamar is injured last year. Right. Like, I mean, you, you scrape away to get into the playoffs, and obviously you're not going to do much in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had all the nonsense with the uh, – contract extension for Lamar. So it's just so much that goes on. And then, like, this team's always good defensively, but then it's always just, like, not enough. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, yes, they need more offensive firepower, 
but you need it in a way of a different scheme. Is gotcha. my opinion. Like mm-hmm. I just feel like getting receivers is only going to do you so much if you still don't throw the ball. Right. Absolutely. Uh, little trick, by the way, those of you that go through long sports articles, because somebody showed me this like a couple months ago. If you hit Command F, you can just Find, search by yeah. key. Yeah, you can just search by keyword. I was honestly just I haven't read through all these yet. I just clicked this as soon as I like, came in here, so I'm just more or less kind of letting it. Load I love it, bro. Because I, I do all those BR. I don't know. It's amazing. Yeah, no, and I love their next button, but obviously yeah. we're not going in the exact order that they did. But For I already sure. had my grade for this team. I was just pulling it up to see their key additions and stuff. I love it. Let's move on to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kind of a quiet offseason for them. They're rolling, re-rolling the dice with Kenny Pickett. He's going to get a full year this year, and really no questions asked on that one. I'm excited to see what he can do uh, with more time. Cameron Sutton was definitely a tough loss, but they did sign Patrick Peterson. Um, we'll see how that goes. How are you feeling about the Steelers? I'm going to give it um, a C, not, not a C+. Plus. I'm just right in the middle with them. Just rerunning it back, I feel like. So, obviously, quarterbacks – mean a lot in this league Kenny Pickett improvement is going to definitely be like if this offseason was good or not because they definitely banked on we're going to keep running it with Kenny Pickett um, because they built around him I felt like biggest hole in this team was always the back end of the defense and then that front line uh, for their offense I felt like they filled a lot of those holes Najee Harris can finally get some help yes Um, this was one of my favorite drafts Hands down, one of my favorite drafts. I love Broderick Jones. I love the value of Joey Porter Jr. I love the value of Darnell Washington. Like, I love this draft top to bottom. So, they probably get – that. that's the A-plus side of it. Free agency, you kind of banked on a lot of veterans, which is fine. Obviously, right. veterans are critical in a lot of situations. That kind of brings it down to probably in, like, a B range for me. Um, but I definitely like this team. Obviously, they have – y'all know how much I love their head coach. Um, so – he brings a lot of value to me personally, mm-hmm. but like I think it's a solid B. They obviously didn't like wow you with any offseason acquisitions in the way of free agency, but Pat Peterson, that's a solid vet to have at corner to help Joey Porter Jr., which I think that's their future in that exactly. Room, so I do too. Even uh, though he got mossed by George Pickens, but that we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> that wraps up the AFC North. Before we get to the AFC South, I have not seen you except a little bit last night because I was at a wedding this weekend. What two movies did you see this weekend? So, because I got some wedding stories I'm gonna get into later. So, obviously, I've seen Oppenheimer. I've seen you saw Oppenheimer three I've times. I've seen Oppenheimer three times. Um, yes, we'll be specific. Um, what else have I seen? Did you see Barbie? Uh, no, I'm not paying for that. Okay, good. Like, I'll I'll, I'll watch Dude, it, my, but I'm just not paying $13, $14 for it. My dad called me. I was on my way back Sunday, and I was I just had drive time. I called him up, and he was like, Jack, my wife drove me to Barbie this weekend. And I, like, my jaw dropped. I almost swerved off the road. I was like, Dad, you went to Barbie? He was you like, and bikini? then, like, his, like, man card immediately. He thought I was questioning, like, his manly hood. He immediately was like, well, I was out in the lobby, like, making work phone calls. And, like, most of the time, I'm like, okay, Pops. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I didn't like it that much. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. I'm just, I was I'm, just shocked that my dad saw Barbie. I've heard good things about it. So, like, I'm not going to. Yeah, I haven't I'm seen not, it. I, I but can't speak I'll watch, it. I'll watch it. It's just one of those things that movies are so expensive now. Like, I really have to want to watch the movie. You have to choose. Uh, saw Sounds of Freedom. That, that was hard to watch, but it was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this weekend, specifically. Um, so Lee and I's first date many moons ago was to the Meg. Um, so Meg two is obviously out. So we were like, we have to go see Meg two. So we went to Meg two. I didn't know it was out. I saw an ad for it the other day. It's so bad. Is it, is it bad? (laughs) Realism. Is Rain Wilson in the second one? No. Okay. Realism goes out the window, like 15 minutes into this movie. Like 
quickly. It's like 1980s um, type stuff. Dude. It's like when you know it's bad when she turns to me halfway through the movie and she's like, I will never judge Marvel movies for being unrealistic ever again. I'm like, they at least have super abilities. Yeah. Like, this is just they Jason admit Statham. this is fake. Yeah. Like, this dude literally grabs a helicopter blade. Human being. Yeah. Grabs a helicopter blade, lifts it up, and stabs a shark in the mouth. Yeah, it's that. Because that's going to happen. Yeah. Then the other movie I went and saw, um, me, Alex, and Isaac, and Zach went and saw TMNT. <laughs> And it was, it was awesome. Nice. I won't even lie. Dude, Dude we were cackling the majority of the time. That Chris Vernon, was, he was bragging about uh, Teenage Ice Cube. Mutant. Yeah. God, dude. Dude, Ice Cube's lines were literally, man, hell no. <laughs> and then he said, get them uh, get them tortoises. That's how he would say it every time, dude. It was so funny. That is so and, funny. And, uh, uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, I'm blanking on the guy that played Splinter. Uh, Jackie Chan was Splinter. Oh, dude, it was priceless. Uh, it was priceless. Thank God. It was so good. And then Post Malone's in it, and obviously his album's been out, just came out, so I've been grinding that album. Good. Dude, dude it was a great movie. I love it. I need to, I need to get in more to Posty. I haven't listened to it all the way through still. It's it's probably top two album for me. It's not going to beat Beer Bottoms and Bentley's, obviously, but, like, it's good. It's literally what I feel like his personality is, like, good. majority of the songs. I, I think that... Um, your sister's fiance, he summed it up perfectly. This is the album Post Malone wanted to release. Yeah. But anyways, back to the back to the football. The whole reason we're here. Had to <laughs> had to take it aside and I'll get into wedding stories later. But AFC South, the Indianapolis Colts, obviously they got Anthony Richardson traded up. Or wait, they had the fourth pick, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, my bad. They had the fourth pick. Houston's the one that traded up. Um, ended up with Anthony Richardson. They still have over twenty three million dollars in cap space and a projected seventy eight million positioned well going forward. How are you feeling about them? I know you loved Ant coming out, but like at Richardson. this point, I don't know. It's looking dry. I can see it a 2-3 win season. Shoving <laughs> a guy that was not ready to at all. Shoving? Shh, shh, okay, pause. <laughs> Putting him under center this quickly is not what I'm – I think he was at the same level as a Jordan Love. He's a first-round talent, but Jordan Love gets to learn. He got to learn for three years behind Aaron Rodgers. That was a f- perfect segue into him, and I think that's something Anthony Richardson needed. Now you have the Jonathan Taylor. You have an owner like uh, Jim Irsay who's not afraid yeah. to speak on it. The culture is not that good in Indianapolis right now. Just because Anthony Richardson, I'm going to give it a B minus. Everything else, the Jonathan Taylor signing. Yeah. Right. So draft wise, draft wise, I liked it. They got a lot of athletic guys, but probably more raw guys, mm-hmm. and that applies to Anthony Richardson. Um, they got a lot of athletic guys, but guys that I just need to see like the NFL caliber out of them. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like Anthony Richardson went six and six at Florida. No. That's not proven to me that you can win very often. I mean, when you lose to Vanderbilt, <laughs> yeah. that's not showing me much. And if I'm Jonathan Taylor, I'm like, really? I had to watch Matt Ryan last year, Carson Wentz the year before, a 78-year-old Phillip Rivers the year before that, and then what was that kid from Texas, his name? Sam that, Ellinger. Yeah, Sam Ellinger for a couple games yeah. as well. I'd want the hell out of there, too. So, that situation in itself, I'm going to exclude that from this grade, more yeah. or less, because obviously, I mean, that's their fault because it's Jim Ursay's mm-hmm. fault, but like, that's not their off season's fault. Yeah. Um, draft wise, it's probably like an A minus B plus for me. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, the only thing I care about, addition wise, free agency or anything, is their coach. I think this uh, Shiken Steichen is how I think you know you'd say it. Mm-hmm. Sh- Shane Steichen, I love that. The development he had like with Jalen Hurts. Nazi general. Shane Steichen. I just kept mixing up the name. Shane Steichen. Yeah, <laughs> but watching Jalen Hurts from year one to year two. Right. That 
That is what I'm wanting to see with Anthony Richardson. Obviously, we're not going to get to see that until year two of Anthony Richardson. So I think this year they're probably going to win at most four games. Mm-hmm. So obviously in that sense you can't really grade them a passing grade. But I think future future looks bright in certain areas. And I think coaching-wise and a quarterback, running back, if you can keep Jonathan Taylor, that tandem looks awesome. I agree. Um, so in that sense I'm going to have to give it just a solid B, maybe a B-. minus. Um, because I do like their draft. It's a lot of athletic upside, and I like the coach upside. Exactly. I agree with you. I want to move on to Jacksonville. They're in that same spot as the Steelers as they're running it back. Mostly they did re-sign Evan Ingram, however. Yeah, buddy. Um, I will say this. If I were to purchase Madden this year, I know it's available now, but if I were to purchase it, the Jags would be my team this year. Travis Etienne wasn't that effective in short yardage stuff. They Now they have Tank Bigsby, which I'm excited to see. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence – as I was saying, I've been watching Good Morning Football, and they were having the conversation. No, it was Get Up this morning on ESPN. They said, is it an overreaction to expect Trevor Lawrence to have a better season than Justin Herbert? Sorry to say that again, my mom. Is it, an over, is it an overreaction to expect Trevor Lawrence to have a better season than Justin Herbert? I don't think it's an overreaction at all. It's not. I'd probably... I, th- I lean on coaching. Doug Peterson. Yeah, Doug Peterson's probably going to have... I think Trevor Lawrence is arguably going to have the better career than Justin Herbert, but, like, I think their seasons are probably going to be kind of neck and neck, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think they're probably going to be pretty level. Because Kellen Moore going to the Chargers, that's going to boost uh, Justin Herbert's stats a little bit. Two years ago, that was crazy, though. Yeah. With Urban Meyer there, you didn't... Oh, two yeah. years ago, you everybody yeah. was like, well, I guess tra- <laughs> Trevor Lawrence wasn't that can't-miss yeah. quarterback prospect. So, right. there's, there's some definitely... I loved what I saw last year out of Trevor. I'm going to give it an sure. A. I mean, you you come off that historic comeback in the playoffs. Just run it back. They have so much damn young talent, and I can't wait. Calvin Ridley's back on the field. Yeah. That's another X factor for Trevor Lawrence I love. I love the wide receiver room now. You got Christian Kirk coming off a really good year. Mm-hmm. Backed up that contract that he got. Calvin Ridley, obviously, we'll see what he's made of after that suspension from gambling and stuff, which is apparently taking the league by storm. Yeah. Um, that's getting rid of more players than COVID did. Right. Um, they lost uh, some offensive line, but they built that back up with Anton Harrison, first-round draft pick out of Oklahoma. Draft kind of a C, C-plus, maybe high and B-minus for me. Obviously, I love Evan Ingram. I've loved Everett Ingram since he was at Ole Miss. Calvin Ridley, obviously, you can't – they gave up, like, nothing for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably just a solid C-plus for me, um, just because there's still some question marks. It's obviously a super young team. Um, so, that's – future looks bright, but will they all fit together? Offensive line still an issue for me. Um, defense is obviously – one of their struggles for a long time since the Jalen Ramsey, Blake Bortles starting quarterback era. Because <laughs> right. they, they had a great defense, but a garbage offense, and now the roles are kind of flipped. But this is an offensive-geared league, so you can't mm-hmm. knock them for that. But I would like to see some improvement out of their defense, which I didn't feel like they really attacked as much as they did more offensive help. So that's probably why it's a C plus, B minus for me. I think in this league, too, you look at the Chiefs, they've never had an overwhelming defense. It's just good enough. Good enough, they, yeah, they absolutely. Homes. Yeah. I feel like the Bengals, you can – Kind of slide in that category, and I think that's what Jacksonville is banking on, too. Yeah. Uh, the final team in this AFC – actually – We have two. My bad. Tennessee Titans, which I didn't want to talk about. But uh, we're second totally to last team is the Houston Texans. Talk about a great draft. Will Anderson and C.J. Stroud. Obviously, they added some significant veteran experience as well. Jimmy Ward 
will uh, have some veteran leadership and stability in that secondary. How are you feeling about the Texans? I'm going to roll. I I want to give them an A+. Plus. I'm just going to say an A because I'm not okay. fully sold on Stroud yet. I don't know. But I'm going to say an A, and it's the closest thing to an A+. Plus. The way they flip the narrative from being literally, like, the most detrimental, like, I don't if I would not watch them if they were in my backyard type of team to now I'm like if Texas are on Texans are on like I'm interested I want to yeah. see this young talent combined with the veterans um they got the most accurate quarterback right they got a crazy freako athlete defensive guy that can have 20 sacks if he really wants to mm-hmm. um obviously I, he's not going to do that in the NFL but he did right. it in college um I like D'Amico Ryan's right I like the head coaching um Losing Brandon Cooks, I feel like is going to be kind of tough, especially on a young quarterback, because right. um, you all you got now is uh, Tank Dell, who they drafted. You got um, oh, what's that dude's name? I'm blanking on the other receiver they had, but they're both younger guys, so obviously that's nice for them to grow and mature together. Um, it's definitely going to be some growing pains, I think, with this team. Mm-hmm. I loved them re-signing of Laramie Tunsil. I think that's critical to keep a left tackle of his caliber, especially with a young quarterback. Right. Um, they did a lot of good things. Defensively, this team needs to take that next step. They banked on Derek Stingley mm-hmm. last year in the draft. Can that? Can he take a step in the right direction? It's probably an AA minus for me, though. I, I like what they you, did. They didn't hesitate. They went up and got – they traded their first-round pick from this upcoming draft to get Will Anderson, that shows me that you're willing to make that move. It's amazing because if you missed last week's episode, we did the same thing with all 30 NBA teams. The NFL offseason, because of how many positions there is, how many roster spots there are, it's so hard to be in that front office because there's so many decisions to be made from the draft to free agency to trades. Um, And that gets me to my Tennessee Titans. They got your boy Will Levis, your number one. My boy? Yeah, your number one overall prospect in this year's NFL Draft. I think he was my number 1,000th prospect. <laughs> they also got DeAndre Hopkins. Um, Called I'm going to be honest. As a Titans fan, I saw the D-Hop signing <clears throat> come across my phone. I just asked – I said one word, and that was why. <laughs> um, who was going to throw to him? Ryan Tannehill, I have no belief in. Malik Willis is probably going to be out of the league after this season. And Will Levis, I know he lost his weapons at Kentucky. He had a bad O-line. But it's hard to shake what he did going into the end of last season at UK. We'll see what happens, but I'm not very confident if I'm the Tennessee Titans. I'm going to go a C on the offseason. It's a C for me as well, but for different reasons. I like the Diop signing. Obviously, that one made sense. He, right. he wanted to prove it, so he's like, I'm going to go to a team with a crap quarterback. Quarterback situation's obviously tough. Um you didn't cave in and trade Derrick Henry like everybody thought you would. I see that as a positive. Yeah, they. F- I thought they fixed a lot of the offensive line problems. Getting rid of Taylor Lewan is a is a step in the right direction in my mm-hmm. book. Like obviously, that I'm not going to knock them for that. Um, they got Peter Skronsky, a guy I love in the draft. The value of Will Levis is not bad. I'll yeah. give him that. I I just did not want him to be a first round quarterback because he's not yep. a first round quarterback. Now if he he can he can turn out to have a career. There, there are crazier things that have happened in this world. I don't know if it will happen. Now you've taken two quarterbacks in what the top 100 picks, yeah. basically in the last three years. Yeah. You've taken two of them, so I, it's, it'll be interesting to see. I, I'm curious to see how long Ryan Tannehill's leash is. I, I, the person I feel most bad for. I mean, obviously Derrick Henry, um, but like as I just feel bad for the coach. 
Vrabel, like Mike Vrabel, is yeah. one of the best coaches in this league, and. Year after year, he has a front office who does not put him in a good position to win, and he finds a way to like just not be the worst team in the league. With that roster they had and all the injuries they had last year, they should have been right there. And then two years ago, I don't even know how the hell they were the number one seed. Yeah, I mean, I fear that leaning on Derrick Henry as hard as they're about to have to lean on Derrick Henry is going to hurt more long-term than it is. I will say beneficial. this. That is one instance where paying the running back was the right thing to do. Oh, yeah, 1,000%. I mean, this dude's a freight train. Exactly. Like, in every essence of the word. And historically, he's actually, I know he's been banged up, but with the amount of carries he has, 25 to 30 a game, and he's still been able to hold up and be healthy, it's incredible. I mean, I feel like he's led the league in carries every year. Exactly. And he's still going. Right. Right. Let's move on to the, actually, before we get to the uh, AFC East, which is one of probably the most exciting division of the year. I want to talk briefly about this LeBron James thing. You know, it's the NBA offseason. I'm fiending for content, and I was just looking up, seeing how Bronny is. LeBron was spotted at the Mayo Clinic, which is like one of the best hospitals in the country. It was speculated that they didn't know if, if it was because of something like he did or if it was because of his son. Outside of that, like one of those like most respected doctors who makes YouTube videos about this stuff, he had said that there is a real possibility that Bronny James never plays basketball again because the difference between him and DeMar Hamlin relating it to football, they know what caused DeMar Hamlin's cardiac arrest. It was a sudden um, like jolt, like a hit, like physical contact is what called it. And then if you get hit right in the you know certain spot of your heart rhythm, then that shit happens. Bronny, they still don't know. They don't know if he, if it was something like somebody hit him or what it was. Um, obviously, there's been, you know, other speculation about like vaccines and whatnot. I'm not going to speak on any of that. But the point is, they don't know, and that's the scary part of it. If you don't know what's causing it, then you can't put him back on the basketball court. Yeah. So hopefully, Bronny's all right. Man. Yeah, hopefully he is, especially because the future is just looking so bright for him. So you hate yeah. to see it like Isaiah taken away. Isaiah Collier playing yeah. out there at USC is gonna be fun. Asking Boogie Ellis and USC is gonna be in the Big Ten now. So yeah, yeah basketball is gonna look a little different for yeah, them for sure, for sure. But this year they probably would have won the Pac-12. Oh, they still can't. They had a chance. Collier, for sure. They sure had a chance. So I just want to speak on that real quick. Let's get into the AFC East. The Buffalo Bills. They watched tremendous. Edmonds walk in free agency, but they found a way to keep Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde together in the back end. You know, paying a quarterback, bro, it's just hard to keep everything. Tremaine yeah. Edmonds is a rough loss, but I really do feel like didn't they? Uh, they got Von Miller's friend out from the LA Rams. I can't Leonard Floyd. Did they signed mm -hmm. Leonard Floyd. They did. I think that was a big plus. I still don't trust the defense, especially with the offense that they yeah. run, and we've seen. Um, Ever since our OC is gone, Josh Allen has struggled, especially last year. I'm going to give it a B plus. Um, the draft was kind of a head-scratching one. Um, I liked Osiris Torrance in the second round. I thought he was one of the better guards, and so I liked that pick. Um, losing Tremaine Edmonds, losing Isaiah McKenzie, losing Devin Singletary, that's that's a tough one. Um, and I feel like that's not – I feel like it's being understated how – critical that's going to be like when you lose the captain of a defense in the middle of the defense calling the shots that's noticeable like that's a noticeable uh loss um and then they really didn't like wow me with signing anybody um I think Dalton Kincaid will be good I'm just curious to see how it works on the field um I really wanted them to go and find a way to get somebody to be the true number two behind Diggs because I feel like the guy that had that three-touchdown game, and I'm blank, blanking on his name right now. But the guy that had the three-touchdown game, and everybody was like, oh, he's going to be freaking awesome next year. 
Gabe Davis. Thank you, Gabe mm-hmm. Davis. And he did absolutely nothing. Yeah, so, he, like, he didn't do that. I'm wondering if they're going to use Dalton Kincaid in, like, that slot and keep Dawson Knox, who had a really solid season, and they extended him. That's what kept me from an A's as second receiver. Yeah, I don't I, that is. scares me. And so it's probably like a C just to mm-hmm. – because I feel like – you improved in certain areas, but you lost so much in other areas that it kind of just evens out to a – not mid, but, like, you still have holes that need to be filled, but also, like, you have excess in others. I don't know. It's it's, it's kind of a questionable offseason for me. And like you said, losing uh, Dayball, I felt like that hurt a lot more than people thought it did. And you didn't really find no, any way to improve. Not at all. Um Speaking of improvement, I feel like the Miami Dolphins staying in the AFC East had a lot of improvement. They did. This, for me, would have been an A-plus up until the Jalen Ramsey injury. We're doing no injuries. Okay. No injuries. Injuries don't happen All in right. this With world. the injuries, it's an A-plus. The addition of Jalen Ramsey was huge, but it wasn't just that. Vic Fangio was an underrated hire this offseason. I love that as a defensive coordinator. Look at you bringing in the coaching hire. Let's go. <laughs> the Dalvin Cook thing, I, want it, I still want it to happen. Yeah. I don't know if it is going to happen. But Devin A-Chain is interesting for I me. love Devin. Devin A-Chain adds yes. some speed back there. And Tua, if he gets banged up again, they went out and got Mike White. He is not like a you know a top 20 qu- quarterback in this league, but he's serviceable. Especially when you look to your right and you got Jalen Waddle and you look to your left, you got freaking Tyreek Hill. Like, yeah. I think Mike Gusecki is going to hurt. They haven't done much yeah. to replace him. But everywhere else – especially defensively, um, I think they're going to be all right this year. That's why I gave it an A-plus. But with Jalen Ramsey, hurt, I, I'm going to just slide it to A-minus. Um, it's an A-minus for me. Solid grade. I, I really like what they did. Not even talking about Jalen Ramsey because, obviously, that's a pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam Smith in the draft, I like Cam Smith a lot. He, the guy out of South Carolina, he's he's awesome. I like him a lot. The speed you're getting from Devin Achain, I mean, having Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and that dude. Mm-hmm. For the cheap, Lights, too. Yeah. For the cheap. Lights out. Uh, the Mike Gusecki thing is probably what brings it down to an A-, minus. honestly. Um, are you just running a full spread? Yeah. <laughs> like, four wideouts uh, or running back and five all- – I I, I'm just confused because they, like, didn't even add a tight end or mm. try to. So, I'll be interested to see that. But defensively, I like this team. Offensively, can Tua get them there? Right. I mean, he got – hey, he took Alabama. I understand Alabama has weapons for days. He has weapons for days now. There should be no excuses. And the and the tribal tattoo will give superpowers. And he did a that. little jujitsu, yeah. Yeah, the tribal tattoo will give superpowers. I hope so. I fully believe that. I really hope We just got to so. hope his head's still available. Because <laughs> that man got decayed <laughs> too many times last year. Yeah, absolutely. I think they had one of the best off seasons in the entire league, now to one of the worst, in my opinion, the New England Patriots. Um I'm going to be honest. I'm going to give it a straight-up F. Oh, if you could look up their top F. three receivers for I can me. tell you their top three. Juju Smith-Schuster. Devontae Parker, and you can't name the third, I promise you. Are we just doing receivers, or can I add tight ends? No. Just receivers? Yeah. By the uh, way, speaking of tight ends. Oh, it's the lo- dude from Baylor. The rookie last year from Baylor, the super fast dude. I just don't know his name. I'm looking it up. You can keep talking, sorry. No, I just, I just wanted you to – so, Mac Jones, who had a struggling year two, you don't do what the Dolphins did and try to give him weapons to put him in the best position to succeed. Instead, you replace Jacoby Myers with Juju Smith-Schuster, whatever, and then Devontae Parker, a guy who's historically been injured and a non-factor in recent years, and then you rely on a rookie as your third 
receiver. Yeah, Tyquan Thornton and Kayshawn Butte and Kendrick Bourne. Yeah. I knew all those guys. I just yeah. didn't. Um, and then loaded division. I don't think that that is enough at all. I love Bill Belichick, but this is not the year. I can almost pencil this team in as last in the division. And I, I'll be wrong, but I'm telling you, if we're being honest, bro, if we're just being honest as we can be, ever since Tom Brady left, the team has not been shit. Um, I had them at four and thirteen in our preview, by the way. So okay. I just want to put that out there. Yeah. Um, this team has not been shit since Tom Brady left. Bill Belichick is, I'm going to say, Hall of Famer, one of the greatest coaches ever. I'm just saying. It helps when you got the best quarterback ever. Times have changed. Yeah, it helps when you got the best mm-hmm. quarterback ever. Yep. Um, so times have changed. That's a great way to put what I'm about to say. Um, you just mentioned how garbage their offense is. Um, <laughs> their offensive acquisitions were. Juju Smith-Schuster, Mike Isecki, James Robinson. Trace McSorley, if you want to count him. Um, I'm not going to count him. Um, that's not putting fear into anyone. James Robinson, when you already have a tight end there. James Robinson, I know this because he was on my fantasy team, was third in the league in rushing two years ago. Oh, he was ago. great. And now he's borderline out of the league. And Travis Etienne didn't have some amazing year, but Jacksonville was ready to move on from yeah. him. Yeah. Um, their draft was I, I loved I love Christian Gonzalez I, I do mm-hmm. he was one of my he was my number one corner, um, but in light of how bad their offense was, this man straight up drafted three offensive or three defensive guys and then a kicker and a punter. This isn't two thousand four, bro. This draft is head scratching. It's a, it's a it's a D plus for me. I do love Christian Gonzalez. That's why it's not an F. The offseason is a flat-out F, so it's wavering out to just a solid D, D-, which is basically an F. I just don't comprehend what's the disconnect. Like, I understand you had two offensive coordinators that had no right to be offensive coordinators last year. You bring in Bill O'Brien. Okay. That's really moving the needle. You got nobody. I mean, you don't even have Damian Harris anymore. Bill Belichick strikes me as a guy is like whenever like he's at Kroger or Walmart, like getting groceries rung up, like he negotiates the price. Yeah. And he's like a multimillionaire, but still like wants to be that cheap and like is mad that they didn't give him the two for five or whatever. I just also feel like he has to be right. Like he's like, oh, I like this dude a lot. So I'm going to yeah. turn, I'm going to prove y'all that he's an all defensive type player. You yeah. don't need all defense. Bro, if you stop people to 30 points, you can't score 30 and, points. And offensively, he literally goes for the cheapest options yeah. possible that like have not been shit. I mean, I've never even heard of this offensive tackle they signed. Can you imagine if Tom Brady would have had Randy Moss for like four or five years? Yeah, I can imagine. They were awesome together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that I think they could have won more Super Bowls if more would have put them yeah. on the offense. But that's just me. It is what it is. Yeah, no, it's it's just head scratching. It is. And when you built that standard so great six Super Bowls, you expect a lot more than this in the offseason. Exactly. Uh, another team the New York Jets that has not done shit in a long long time they had one of the best all seasons in the league obviously the Aaron Rodgers thing is at the top of that list Alan Lazard Randall Cobb Nicole Hardman a uh, ton of offensive talent being added you run it back with Sauce Gardner did they have both the rookie offensive player of the year and the rookie defensive player of the year that because Garrett Wilson Garrett Wilson and then Sauce Gardner is the number one corner in the league. Yeah. According to every site you go to now. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, they had both. Yeah. So that that in itself, it reminds me so much of Tampa Bay, bro. Tampa Bay, Jameis Winston was a quarterback, threw more interceptions than touchdowns the year before. Defense was always good, but 
Jameis just kept giving the other team the ball. Zach Wilson and Mike White played last year. You insert Aaron Rodgers. This team can go as far as A-Rod takes them. Uh, and this it's just unfortunate. The difference between Tom Brady's division was on the decline when he got there. Drew Brees was like in one of his final one to two years there. Now this division's tough. I'm interested, but it's definitely an A for me for the Jets. Um, draft, I only liked – like maybe one or two of their picks. So the draft wasn't like great. And obviously, you know, I bring in both um, Aaron Rodgers is a huge addition. I mean, there's nothing you can say about it. Um, massive addition. I didn't feel like they lost much either. Mm-hmm. So like in that sense, that's an a, um, but it probably just evens out to like a B plus for me, just solely on the draft. They have a plug and play offensive lineman, which is critical in this league. Um, but they, I just feel like, they didn't necessarily, like, absolutely kill the draft. They didn't need to, to an extent, too. So, I'm probably being harsh. Right. Uh, but, like, I'll be interested to see Aaron Rodgers on a different team. That's for sure. Because, yeah. I guess, I mean, this is the first time in, what, mm-hmm. 15 years that we're going to see Aaron Rodgers lacing him up in a different – I mean, he's still in green, yeah. obviously. But, like, still going to be different and weird. Um, think about if you're a Packer fan. Like, they haven't had a new quarterback in decades. Yeah, literally. It went they had Brett Favre for years. They then they went to Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Like they've had stability. That's crazy. Yeah. They've had stability at quarterback Since for literally 30 90s, years. Yeah. 30 years they've had stability mm-hmm. at quarterback. If Jordan Love gives them 15 years, he's in the perfect situation. I just don't know if the talent's there. We'll see. Ass. Yeah, we'll <laughs> see. I do want to run through the NFC West. There's not much to talk about in this division in my opinion. The Arizona Cardinals, I think you and I can both agree an F. Um Zach Allen, Byron Murphy. Yeah, they lost a lot. Um, they, I did like their draft. Their draft yeah, brings them up. Yeah. They had Paris one of the Johnson's drafts. good, yeah. But so their draft probably brings it up to a D. Kyler Murray's hurt, so just yeah. F. I think the Niners, they didn't do too much. Um, Javon Hargrave, they got an elite pass rusher. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're running it back with Brock Purdy. We'll see if Trey Lance can challenge him in training camp at all. I'm just going to keep it a B plus. I think the Niners are in prime position to win that division. They'll be battling with the Seahawks there, who we'll get to in just a minute. Yeah, they, they lost a lot, but they brought in a lot, too. Like, Javon Hargraves obviously mm-hmm. going to sure up that defensive line. Um, they had one of the worst drafts ever. Granted, they only had, like, three three draft picks, but they they were all shit picks. <laughs> um, so that brings it down to, like, a C. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'll give them C. L.A. Rams, I'm just – I'm going to go with a C for them, actually, as well. Matthew Stafford, you don't know uh, what you're going to get health-wise. Aaron Donald is back, but pretty much everything else defensively, they ended up losing. Yeah, they lost a lot. Yeah. Um, is This is probably a D, D minus. I, I, I was generous on the Fs, too. I didn't want to give – there's one F, and it's more geared towards you. Um you probably yeah. See, look, he doesn't even know which one it is yet. I say we're through the Titans and Dolphins. I don't know. I know. I'm saving it for you. Did I give a grade to the Titans? I think it is a D. Yeah, you gave a bad grade for them. Uh, this is probably a D though, because they lost a lot. I like their draft a little bit, but it's not like. I mean, you drafted Stetson Bennett in like the fourth or fifth round. Like that's a garbage pick. Exactly. Seattle Seahawks. Uh, that they're definitely really one of the better off seasons. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. You give. Um, Geno Smith, the bag, well-deserved. DK Metcalf's running it back. Uh, Tyler Lockett. Bobby Wagner's back. Bobby Wagner's back. This team's going to be competing with the Niners for sure for this division. It's going to be back in the old days, back in the early 2010s, uh, competing with the Russell Wilson teams when Kaepernick was there. and So it's going to be really interesting. 
Uh, but yeah, that is the NFC West. Not not much to add. They had an A all season. They had an A draft. Exactly. They get an A. Love it. Again, I was I was stingy with my A pluses. <laughs> They're coming though. Absolutely. They're coming. I got two. Absolutely. So I went to a wedding this weekend, and just a l- to preface. I, w- I was in a wedding also in May, and there was this, like, super cool DJ there. His name was DJ Mack, and me and my friend Will, who you know, um, DJ Mack was unloading his shit because we had been there for a while. We had to get there early and take pictures and stuff. And DJ Mack was unloading the truck, and he kind of took us aside. We're like, hey, man, what's up? How you doing? We just started chit-chatting, and he was like, I just want you to know, once the grannies and grandpas get up out here, we're going to have this shit bouncing. <laughs> It's like a 50-year-old man. He's got DJ Mack, like, spray-painted across so this white van. Yeah. Oh, you know, just hood as hell. Yes. <laughs> and, like, it ended up being all right. Like, DJ Mack was okay. And then he ended up asking us for song requests. And Brain was like, why didn't I just put Jack on Ox? <laughs> why am I paying this guy thousands of dollars? So That's it funny. ended up being all right. So this one, me and Will wanted to test out the DJ again this weekend. So, you know, drinks were flowing. We're good. We're taking pictures. This guy... He's a little bit overweight. I'm not exaggerating. He's probably over 400 pounds. A little overweight? Yeah, like mass- morbidly obese, I should say. And <laughs> I never wanted to like fashion him or anything like that. But um, we just went up, started chit-chatting. One of his talkative is the other guy. And Will goes, hey, man, are you going to be rocking this place out? And he goes, heck yeah. Will and I look at each other. like, okay, we'll see about that. We go back, tell the news to the other groomsmen. We're like, hey, guys, it's going to be an L. Jared's like in the other room, the guy getting married, he's wetting himself already. We didn't bother him with any DJ drama. But we're like, man, this reception's gonna be an L. We get done eating some food, champagne's flowing, we get on the dance floor. This guy went crazy. Every song request, I went up there, no hands, he was dropping it. And by the end of it, we were having so much fun. This girl I knew from college was like, I don't want this to end. Let's just go to some bar they'd went to, and that's where we went. Ended up being a great time. But I'm just the moral of the story is never judge a book by its cover, because Double Cheese had that shit right. Double Cheese. <laughs> that's what, that was his nickname for the night. <laughs> uh, yeah, my friend Jackson made that up because <laughs> I was like, because we had I get, broke the news about him. He's like, "Are oh, you talking about Double Cheese over there?" And I just started howling. I'm like, oh, "This that's is ridiculous. Priceless. That's priceless." <laughs> but yeah, never judge a book by its cover. It's definitely a good yeah, weekend. Never man. judge a book by its cover. It's getting to the final division of the AFC. It's AFC West. The Denver Broncos, obviously, brand new head coaching hire in Sean Payton. Yeah, that booms it up. Not much else besides hopefully hoping Russell Wilson is better. Uh, Jerry Judy is fully healthy again. Hopefully, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna give it a B plus purely on the hire. How are you feeling about their draft and everything else they did? Um, draft, they obviously didn't have much capital due to the Russell Wilson trade. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love all three picks. Mm-hmm. I loved Marvin Mims. I love Drew Sanders, and I love Riley Moss. Right. Um, they lost a, a little bit on the defensive side, um, but they also lost some offensive line, which. Both are not great. They got uh, Mike McGlinchey from the 49ers that we just talked about, so I love that. Um, it's probably a solid B, B plus. Um, I'm curious to see Sean Payton with a new quarterback. Yeah, I, I am mean, too. I am too, and just a new system that's not – like he had built such a rich culture at the Saints that yeah. I would argue is still even there. Yeah, it's still uh, there. Let's see if he Dennis can do Allen's the same. Ripping it down slowly. <laughs> and now he's kind of spray-painted a target on the Broncos' back with the comments he had about Nathaniel Hackett. Hopefully he can live up to that. In a division that's been ran by the Kansas City Chiefs for so many years. Before we get to them, let's talk about the Chargers. 
they opted not to make any big splashes in free agency. Eric Kendricks headlined their free agency class. Uh, Quentin Johnson can make a quick impact on the skill position-wise. We'll, we'll see there. But Brandon Staley gets another year after blowing Somehow. an historic, terrible lead in Jacksonville. Um, you and I didn't like the non-firing of him. We're never calling for people's job, but that but one was just was so blatantly yeah, obvious yeah. to us, especially with back-to-back mediocre seasons with Justin Herbert as your quarterback. Give me a C- minus for the Chargers. Um, I'm agreeing with you on the C-. minus. The only thing that's keeping it from being a non-passing grade is Kellen Moore being your offensive coordinator. Right. That's all I got. <laughs> I mean, right. it, was, it was just – it was a mid-off season, and then, like, I just felt like you drafted players, like especially Quentin Johnson, at non-needs. Like, I didn't understand why the entire NFL world was like they need another receiver. They don't. I'm like, dude, Keenan Allen's one of the best route runners, and uh, you already have Quentin Johnson and Mike Williams. Mike Williams, bro. Fantasy gold. He has oh, I been know for years. I have him. Has been for years. I know. I traded Kyler Murray for him. You know. That's looking like a god trade right now. Back when I was able to play with my back friends. Back when I was young. That's what he's going to say. <laughs> I wish they'd start a new league, but they've been in the same dynasty league for three years. We'll do we'll do a regular league. Okay. I always do regular leagues, too. Okay. We'll do a regular league. We'll have to find people to do it with. Do you want to do the sleeper app, or you want to do the, yeah, I like the I app. Like, I like the sleeper app. We'll do it regularly. Okay. I just like the draft. That's the most no, fun. No, the, the draft is the most fun. Yeah. But I'm, I'm one of those people that I do love trades, and people don't typically trade in, like, a draft league because they're like – Dog, we got four weeks left. What's the point of trading? And so I hate that part of it. That's why I do enjoy the Dynasty League. I've made like 20 trades in this league. Yeah, because you like the negotiating yeah, manipulation it. of it all. Yeah, I, I like drafting and then being responsible. If I had a shit draft, I got to make some shake. Let me go on the waiver wire. I'm staying up to 2 o'clock in yeah. the morning tonight. This is my fault. Like, yeah. No, I mean, I enjoy that aspect of it. That's why I still do like the basketball. And that's why I do them on my own, too. Right. But like, we'll, we'll get one going. We'll get one going. It's Just a shame you. what basketball fantasy has come to because guys sitting all the time. It's really, yeah, it's not like an old head. God, it's no, it sucks, especially because like when your championship or playoffs is, it's like that last ten game stretch, and if mm. you're already in the playoffs, those guys don't play, and you're like, okay, right? I'm playing Markel Fultz mm-hmm. instead of John Morant. Cool, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like literally, that's I'm, and I couldn't think of a. I'm not making fun of Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz has played really well, but like the level of <laughs> drop off. I have to tell you something, dude. Okay, so I was telling you how I was starving for ideas. Right? Yeah. I went back and looked up an old Dylan Brooks quote today and could not help myself but to make a video. So Dylan Brooks, at the time of his NBA draft, Mm -hmm. he claimed that the 2017 draft class was better than LeBron James' 2003 draft class. Just a reminder, 2003 headliners. LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony, Chris Bosh. Wasn't Michael Beasley in that class too? Uh, I believe so. This was Brooks's exact quote. My class is better than the LeBron Mello D-Way draft from top to bottom. Listen to this. This is word for word. You haven't seen Markel Fultz play. I played him against the Pac-12. He's an amazing talent. And then he pointed to Lonzo Ball as another headliner of his. Okay, Lonzo was on his way to be like an all-NBA Okay, player. but he pointed at Markel Fultz, who literally forgot how to play basketball. Had and to be Lonzo Ball. how to shoot the ball. Yes. That's funny. Compared to freaking LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo. <laughs> oh, you know, 
I was like, and, and like the tagline was like, so the shit talking didn't start in the Lakers Grizzlies series. No, he called been, out the king. <laughs> he called out the king before he ever even played an NBA minute. Do you want to guess what pick Dylan Brooks was? Forty five. Yeah, he was, and he was saying this. Who put a mic in front of his face? Who did know. that? I don't know. It had to be like basketballblog.net or something. Who put a mic in front I of his face? I don't understand it. But yeah, oh, I just it definitely hilarious. That, that man. <laughs> Back to the AFC West, man. The Chiefs have ran this division forever. Orlando Brown, we mentioned, he has now gone to the Bengals. They bring in Jawan Taylor. I think running it back with Trey Smith is the right thing to do as well. Oh, they, he was great. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they ended up cutting Frank Clark in favor of bolstering the pass rush via the draft. I'm going to give it a C plus. Not much to say about what the Chiefs did. They're you know, reigning Super Bowl champions. They didn't need to do too much. Losing Juju hurts a little bit, but it's Patrick Mahomes. Man. Yeah, anybody. I'm not worried about it. Um I'm interested to see how some of these moves play out because obviously Orlando Brown, you like having him. They lost a lot of depth um, and veteran guys on both interior line or offensive line and defensive line. Um, Juan Thornhill is a tough loss for them, um, but they got a veteran in Mike Edwards to replace him. So they, they, they replaced what they needed to with cheaper or older options, which is fine. Um, it's it's a B. It Maybe a B minus. It's nothing to write home about, but it's also nothing to like – cry about exactly and that's fine another division i want to run through because it's probably the worst in the league is the afc south here we go not afc south nfc south excuse me uh tampa bay buccaneers obviously signing baker mayfield um that in itself is an a plus plus but outside of that i think losing tom brady is probably a massive hit those you don't know i'm being extremely sarcastic about baker uh they they were able to re-sign jamal dean uh, it's weird to see Mike Evans catching balls from Baker Mayfield and Chris Godwin catching balls from Baker Mayfield. I'm going to give it a, a D minus. Here's my F. <laughs> you took gambles everywhere. Like your gamble, and, and this is no, this is, I, I was doing it more or less to like tease you with it, but like yeah. you're gambling on Baker Mayfield being that Los Angeles Rams and maybe that first, second year Browns Baker Mayfield. He hadn't been that in a while. No. You're banking on him in his shoes to fill or Tom Brady? Yeah. With no running back? That's a massive gamble. You cut your running backs. I mean, I liked the rookie that they had last year, but still. Um, I loved Kalaja Kansi, and I like Cody Mock. I like both of the guys they drafted, but, like, they're both, like, undersized and, like, underdeveloped in a way. That's interesting. I just felt like there's a lot of losses here and not a lot to, like, make up for it. I completely agree. Atlanta Falcons, quickly. B. John Robinson, way up high. C-minus for me. Yeah. Hopefully. Running backs are not the move in the first round, but it, it's – Hopefully he does can make something shake. Yeah, it's a C. Carolina Panthers for me, the Bryce Young move. This is an A. Uh, yes, absolutely. Giving up DJ Moore, DJ Moore was definitely worth it. Uh, and you got Jonathan Bingo to replace him, yeah. so – I agree. A.J. Brown, baby A.J. Brown. Even though he's a rebel. That is an A for me as well for the Panthers. The Saints, however, they get a C-minus for me. Um, You want to speak on all the defensive stuff? Um, They lost a lot of guys because they're just – I feel like they're strapped calorie sap-wise. Calorie sap. Salary cap. Thank you. Derek well, dude, Carr I'm was struggling a good today with the dyslexia. No, it's fine. Derek Carr was a good move, though. Derek Carr was a good move. Obviously, that's a massive that's improvement from Andy Dolph and yeah. Jameis Winston. Um, but it's one of those things that you're still going to be like a, not no offense, but like a mediocre football team that's going to somehow mm-hmm. make the playoffs because your division's garbage. So, like, mm-hmm. you're going to keep making the playoffs. 
but you're not that good of a football team. So you're not going to get high draft picks to like improve the bad football team. Right. But you're also not going to be like competing for Super Bowl. So you're literally in that just limbo, it feels like, for this team, which sucks. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like Brian Brzee, um, Kendra Miller. I like that a lot. Obviously, my boy AK, AK suspended for a couple games. That's tough. That but. video was raw. How did he only get three? I don't know, bro. I mean, there's video of that man pled guilty to <laughs> literally beating the shit out of another. Like, oh, citizen. to a pulp. Yeah, to a pulp. Yeah, like during, three games. Like, what was it right before the Pro Bowl or after the Pro Bowl? Yeah, it was like the day of, which is crazy. Yeah. They get a they get a B minus. Uh, I'll be generous. Feeling generous in my old age. Well, I'm glad you are. We're going up north to the NFC North. I know you're feeling good about the Chicago Bears. Here we go. Trayvon Edmonds. We talked about the Bills losing him earlier. He got a four-year deal with $41 million for the Chicago Bears. Uh, I love that. Darnell Wright should be a solid starter and at a position significantly needed. They got DJ Moore. I think that trade worked out perfectly between them and Carolina. Just running it back with Justin Fields and hopefully a better O line. Give me a B plus for Chicago. Actually, give me an A minus. Here's my A plus. Um, trading back the number one pick, love that. You got so much value out of mm-hmm. that. Um, you get an offensive line that's going to be plug and play, fix a massive hole on your defense or on your offense. You really only lose David Montgomery. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna plug and play Khalil Herbert, who was literally one of the best like efficient running backs last year. Mm-hmm. He was literally number three when he played. That's okay. Mm-hmm. They're not worried about it. And Justin Fields is practically a running back as well. Justin Fields, I've been I've been I'm fully in on the hype. There are people around the Bears organization that they're like, we didn't even anticipate him to jump the way he's jumped this year. Right. Um, so I'm thoroughly pumped about that. I loved their draft. They had I think the second or third highest draft for me. Um, I love their offseason. T.J. Edwards, D.J. Moore, Tremaine Edmonds. They get Nate Davis to fill another offensive line spot. This is an A+. Hands down an A+. Moving on to the Detroit Lions because I just – Another solid. I just – just reading this little paragraph that Pro Football Focus has on their website. What they say? Um, I just need to tuck it in the waistband real quick. Oh, but God. Before, before I get into that little paragraph. It's about Hinden Oker. I already know what They did about. address fixing their secondary. I mean, they needed uh, to do that so badly, and they at least addressed that. Detroit Lions, I think, have a real shot at winning the division if they're not the favorite to Hinden Hooker. Before tearing his ACL at Tennessee last year, Hinden Hooker had the volunteers in the mix for a national title run. They weren't going to win the national title. <laughs> and almost certainly would have been a Heisman Trophy finalist had he remained healthy. Questionable why he wasn't a Heisman Trophy finalist still, but that's mixed. I just, you understand, for the entirety of the 23 years I've been on this earth, I've never read the sentence, but the volunteers in the mix for a national title run. Those have never been words that have came out of my mouth. Those have never been words that have came to my brain, and those have never been words I've seen on a sheet of paper. So I'm and just they happy should right now. they should still not be words that were seen <laughs> on a sheet of paper. <laughs> Y'all were not gonna win a championship no matter what happened to Hooker. Yeah, with our second day, um, I don't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> this is an A. I love this. I love this offseason for this team. I forgot. I was too busy Uh, today. DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams, that hurt. But you got David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs, so you immediately replace both of them. Jameer Gibbs, I've been reading that they're going to put him at slot wide receiver for the majority Mm. of the season, which I'm so ready for. Obviously, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson hurt himself. We're obviously not doing this injury. We're doing this injury-free, but that sucks. 
Cam Sutton was great. Graham Glass now awesome. It's an A. It, I, there's just it's not an A plus because I only gave away a few of those, but it's a solid A. You and I were talking about Odell Beckham Jr. a little bit earlier in the pod and his questionable, uh, like I don't know, locker room impact. And this is what he said just an hour ago. O- Odell believes he would have had 15 catches and 250 yards versus the Bengals if he didn't tear his ACL in the second quarter. That may have been true, actually. It might have been. But the way he was running around in the first half. Yeah, he was killing it. Anyways, Green Bay Packers, final team, the NFC North. Uh, they stayed quiet in free agency. No, I still got the Vikings. Oh, my bad. Your favorite team, dude. How yeah. are you forgetting your favorite yeah, team? You're think, like the biggest Kirk think, Cousins fan in the I world. I don't think he can run back 13 wins. You watch quarterback. You became a fan of Kirk Cousins. I, I'm, I'm still two episodes in. I haven't, yeah, to, I haven't had time to sit yeah. down and watch it. I've been watching too much movies in the theater. Because right the court, like, it gets good later when it's Patty. Like, they do like behind the scenes and the Eagles and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, they stay quiet in free agency. They're just rolling the dice here with Jordan and Love. I think they go back to fully rushing offense. Yeah. Aaron Jones leads the league in rushing maybe. You know, something like that. I can't wait to or see. Or A.J. Dillon. Or, or A.J. Dillon. It's going to be a powerful backfield. Quiet, so see for me. Definitely quiet all season in like additions terms. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was not quiet in the departures. Um, yes, uh, but I li- I like their draft. Um, I like Lucas Van Ness, and that's honestly why I like their draft. Right. Um, but it's it's nothing more than a C to me. This this entire off season. I agree. The Vikings ended up going out and getting Byron Murphy. They definitely needed a corner badly. Yeah. They drafted Makai Beckman in the third round. Outside of that, they did lose Adam Thielen. I don't think that's really rough, especially um, with the other additions that they had. Who was the receiver? Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison. I couldn't – USC, correct? Yep. Yeah. Jordan well, Addison. Pittsburgh first. He was Kenny okay. Pickett's guy at Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah, got you. And then he went out to Won USC. Won the bullet in a cough, yeah. For Caleb Williams. Yeah, got you. Uh, I think Jordan Addison's a cheaper option than Thielen, and also he'll be more of service at this time. I don't know. I question if Alexander Madison can replace what Dalvin Cook gave you. I think he can. Any fantasy owner that's had Uh, Dalvin Cook on their team knows how good Alexander Madison is. Hopefully he can continue that as a starting back. Give me a B for the Minnesota Vikings. They get a B for me as well for a different reason. They hired Brian Flores as their defensive coordinator. I love that. Um, I absolutely love Brian Flores. Jordan Addison's going to not immediately replace Adam Thielen's production, but he's going to do a good job at it. Um, they got Marcus Davenport. I don't know if he's a downgrade from Zadarius Smith, obviously. Right. But that's still a great thing. They needed Byron Murphy bad. Um, yeah, and a lot a lot of eyes are going to be on Alexander Madison in this. Uh, I'm curious to see how high he goes in fantasy drafts. Speaking of fantasy, I am too. Because I mean, he'll go. I mean, he's the only guy. Yeah. So, and he can pass catch really well. As yeah, well. he can. Uh, let's move to your division, the yeah, NFC East, the Washington Commanders. It's an A, obviously, because they got rid of Dan Snyder. They got rid of Dan Snyder, but it's an F based on the name. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Um, they did get Chiefs former OC Eric Bieniemy, which is fantastic news. Uh, Sam Howell. Will be in battle with uh, is it, is it don't Jacoby Brisket? Oh, yeah, I know it was a guy Sorry. from the Colts, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm not excited anything with the Washington Commanders outside of the owner. Yes, that's an A, but yeah. it's a D for me everywhere else. It's C, and that's so like in that sense, that's how I'm weighing it out. It's a C minus because like yeah, you finally got rid of that garbage owner. Right. Um, you are banking a lot on a fifth-round rookie. Mm-hmm. I understand Sam Howell was like projected to be first-round until he lost all his weapons. Like I, I, I'm i the one that mm-hmm. threw that argument out there. I understand that. Drafting a dude that weighs less than me 
in the first round in Emmanuel Forbes scares me. I understand his production. NFL bodies are different bodies. Like, he's 160 pounds wet. I, this has nothing to do with football. He's the nicest human I've ever no, 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 no. I will say that. Uh, he's he's freaky, freako. Like, with the size he's at and the ability to intercept the ball, like, that's insane. I'm just scared what happens when somebody comes up and absolutely decletes him. Like, that's what I'm scared for. And you've got nothing to help out a rookie quarterback, or in this sense, a rookie quarterback, because he's only played, what, a handful of snaps? Right. You didn't get anything. You literally have nothing on here. I understand you already have Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, Antonio Gibson, and Brian Robinson. Like, I understand you have weapons. but like, Terry McLaurin, man. You and I were yeah, exactly. About the like, the stat that I saw on him, I don't remember, like, the percentage, but he was, like, number one worst catch percentage, like, based on balls thrown. Like, they were, like, all every pass was thrown was uncatchable, yeah, and he yeah. still caught balls. Exactly. Like, it's insane. Absolutely. So, yeah, they get, they get a like, a C-minus for me. Moving to the New York Giants, I'm going to give them – Probably a B minus. Daniel Jones is questionable to me. I will say yeah. that they ended up going through it with Saquon franchise tagging him. Um, from a running back perspective, it it sucks that it's this way. But if I'm the team, I think it's the right move, mm-hmm. even for eleven million dollars, because you were able to keep Darren Waller, Paris Campbell, and you get a third round pick and Jalen Hyatt that I can't wait to see on this team. Uh, no college necessary. I just think when you have six, was it my bad? Was it seven catches and six touchdowns? Five catches. Or six catches, five touchdowns. Uh, six catches, five touchdowns against a guy like Nick Saban and just completely embarrass his defense and take the top off. Are you done? Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm done. Well, that's their grade. It was a B, like I said. Okay. It was a B. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can't even think because you were over here salivating at Jalen Hyatt's game. Um, I was at Barnes Noble the other day and grabbed a Tennessee magazine. Just so excited about oh, this season. Well. Um, I would, I would have flipped the Daniel Jones and Saquon. I would have given Saquon a long extension and franchise tag Daniel Jones. Made sure that last year wasn't a fluke. But I do believe Brian Dayball knew what he was doing in that. Um, they kept a lot of guys. They went out and got Darren Waller, Paris Campbell, obviously. Um, I love Deontay Banks. Um, it's probably a B. Originally, B minus. That's exactly how I felt. Flip flop the two. But I, I'm looking, as we're talking about these teams like the Colts, the teams who have been the commanders, who have been in quarterback purgatory for the past several years, how f- hard it is to find a starting so, caliber yeah. guy. Daniel Which Jones is, is starting caliber. Yeah, he's starting caliber, but, like, in my eyes, like – The numbers without Saquon are very concerning. Exactly. So, like, you need Saquon to have Daniel Jones be starting caliber. Exactly. So, like, I would have kept him and then maybe tried to hash out an extension with Daniel Jones. But, like, mm-hmm. in in the – in the devil's advocate version, though, the quarterback market goes up daily. Yep. It's just how it is. So, like, getting him now instead of later, that's wise. But you should have kept Saquon first. I agree. That should have been priority number one. Let's move on to the second-to-last team, the Philadelphia Eagles. With the run they went on, you're going to lose a ton of guys. Yep. Javon Hargrave, Miles Sanders, Isaac Samalo, T, TJ Edwards, and others out the door. But, dude, that draft, that draft I'm sure you're going to speak on it. Yeah. The early steals and Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith, Kaylee Ringo, or Keely Ringo, excuse yeah. me. Um, I, I love what they did in the draft. I think they're in position, especially with the NFC climate the way it is, to run it back as NFC champions. Um, there's not been a repeat NFC East champion in the last 20 years, so that's – just going to go ahead and put that out there. Until this year. and It won't you're, happen. You're looking at Mike um, call plays. The Philadelphia Bulldogs, excuse me, the Georgia Eagles, I mean, my bad, Philadelphia Eagles um, had a killer draft. 
Mm-hmm. It was number one. It was it was an A plus draft. Um, you obviously lost a lot, like you said. I mean, you're not gonna be able to keep everybody from a Super Bowl run. Um, but I I, I liked their offseason. You bring in a guy like Marcus Mariota to back up Jalen Hurts. I like that. You get DeAndre Swift for nothing. They had a great offseason. This is an A. I agree. Another team that's an A is the last team we're going to talk about, the Dallas Cowboys. It's going to be a war in this division to win it. Yeah. And I've never put so much weight on coaching. Yeah. But I'm telling you, Mike McCarthy calling plays is going to decide if they win this division or not. I know Dak Prescott's interception numbers last year. I think he's able to get that down because he's going to purely run the ball a ton. I just really question, are, is Tony Pollard going to be able to handle this? Yeah. What are they going to do? They need, in my opinion, another veteran running back in the backfield. We'll see what uh, their new guy, Deuce Vaughn, can do. They obviously went out and got Brandon Cooks. That was a home run for me. Um Stephon Gilmore as well was another home run. They had one of the best off seasons in the entire league. It's just the decision making behind this new look offense is what concerns me. They get an A for me as well. Um, you obviously lose Dalton Schultz, which is fine in my opinion. I feel like Dak can make. We have three young sec, second year rookie tight ends on this team. I, I'm fine with that. Getting rid of Zeke was necessary. The only thing that's scaring me right now is the Zach Martin stuff. Right. Um, but. The extensions you made with Trayvon Diggs, I absolutely love it. He's not even – I think he's top six corner money, which that's insane to me. Getting Stephon Gilmore for nothing, insane to me. Getting Brandon Cooks for nothing, insane to me. So those moves alone are why it's an A. I am, I am ready to see the Mike McCarthy offense because if anybody remembers correctly, when the reason he got fired from the Patriots – or Patriots, the Packers, he was the one calling the offense. And it's because the offense went stale. That scares me a little bit. But as a Cowboys fan, I'm excited about the young guys. I, I'm super excited about Mozzie Smith. Did you hear the comments he made the other day? They interviewed him after, uh, a, I think it's spring training is what they call it or whatever. I don't remember what they call it. But they literally, they they were like, so how are you liking it? He goes, it's all right. I They ain't letting me hit people yet. They were like, they were like, but he goes, I don't even like football. I like hitting people. That's literally all he said. Yeah. And he walked away. The man God. literally goes, I don't like football. I like hitting people. I love it. That's epic to me. Yeah, That's yeah. what I want out of my defensive mm-hmm. line. <laughs> like, I want that mean streak in them. So I'm, I'm super looking forward to that. Um, but Brandon Cooks is going to help the offense wide receiver room immensely. I and think, I love Stephon Gilmore. And this is such an obvious thing. I just think Micah Parsons is going to be the best player in all of football this year. I really believe that. Did you see what he was doing? To uh yes yeah Ter- he did it to both Terrence Still and uh oh dude how am I blanking on this dude's name oh my god I don't even remember I'm oh, that's bad I'm, that's a bad Cowboys you- fan moment but he literally was decleating them and they were like can we like get him off the field <laughs> get dude like don't play him right now exactly. don't get him hurt because he was absolutely ter- Tyron Smith yeah. he was tearing Tyron Smith up oh, yeah. who that is a Hall of Fame oh, left sure. tackle yeah. he was literally like throwing him off the ball like yeah. he's gotten stronger that's scary crazy. that is scary games. that he's gotten stronger and kept the speed give me an early Super Bowl prediction uh, as we have previewed all 32 teams in this NFL, I'm going to give you mine. I think the Eagles repeat in the NFC. AFC, I'm not going to go the Chiefs. You're going the Dolphins. I'm not going to go the Dolphins. You're going the Jets. I'm not going to go the Jets. And I'm not going to go the Bengals. 
the Jacksonville Jaguars Whoa. will be the Bengals of two years ago and sh- shock everyone in this year's playoffs and make a Super Bowl run, and they will face Philadelphia Eagles in this year's Super Bowl. The Doug Peterson Bowl. Yep. Um, I'm not going to say the Eagles or the Cowboys, more or less, because as soon as I say one or the other, it's going to be the other team. Uh, so I'm going to refrain from that. I'm going to say – and this is this is probably going to be as out of left field as your your pick for the Jaguars. I was not expecting that. I'm gonna pick the Seahawks. Um, I like what they did. I love Pete Carroll, obviously. Um, but I feel like getting Bobby Wagner back, you got a lot of other defensive pieces. Um, and that offense was a well-oiled machine last year, and I feel like it's only going to be just as good, or if not better. Um, give me them as a sneaky random pick, just because yeah, I, I feel like they'll be in the playoffs, but. Whether they get to the Super Bowl is left to be determined. I think the Super Bowl out of the NFC will either come out of the NFC East. I'll I say too. that much. But I'm not saying who because I know as soon as I say it, they're not going to make no, it. No, no, um, you know how I feel about that. Um, out of out of the AFC, I'd be dumb as hell if I didn't put Patrick Mahomes Me back too. in that Super Bowl. Me too. I love the Jaguars pick, though. You know I'm yeah. here for that. So I, that's why I went to Seahawks. I was not planning to go I'm Seahawks. Just, I'm just of the mindset as many times, like even two years ago when I wanted to pick the Chiefs to repeat or go back to the Super Bowl. It's, it's hard to so repeat. It's so hard to do it's that. Hard. And it's hard to be hungry, especially coming off your second Super Bowl. The Bengals, I want to choose them because they had the best offseason in the AFC, I think. But with Joe Burrow and his health, I'm just not going to question there. Yeah. The Dolphins, too, I can't trust them in the playoffs. Yeah, you, well, you can't trust them injury-wise exactly. either. And Trevor Lawrence, what I saw, even in Kansas City, after that uh, historic comeback, I love. So. Oh, dude, I, I'm not upset by that. Mm. You know I'm here for the uh, crazy outlandish ones. Mm. That's why I went Seahawks, I'm, even though that's not like – Yeah, for sure. That's not crazy, yeah. but um, – I could have just said the Bears and went full. No, okay, no. We're, that's where we end this pod. That is where we end this pod. Justin Fields for MVP. Y'all make sure to leave a like on stream. We're here every Monday at 530. Promised we're getting some shorts out this week. We are back and better than ever. Coop, I hope you have a great, great night, my guy. Yes, sir. Justin Fields for MVP. A whole lot of cap in his